are Jesus. You are Christ. Whatever it is you desire, it is yours. Evil cannot continue to win forever. What's wrong with Jesus isn't looking for some sissies to serve him. He's looking for some men with guts. Welcome to the Whosoever Podcast. I am your host, Matt CL. Today, I am joined with Jeremy D. and Johnny Five. How you doing, fellas? Good, man. Doing good. Doing good. Yeah, thanks. Good, man. Hey, today is going to be a wild ride. We're going to be talking about new-aged false teaching that displays itself as Christianity when it's not. A very scary thing when people who otherwise are in the church can't tell the difference between this sort of teaching and the actual literal gospel. Um, It's very sad. So we are going to be responding to a video called How to Manifest Anything Through Prayer by the YouTube channel My World of Metaphysics. And listen, guys, this is insane. And, And the scary part is this. You can't tell the difference between this And the prosperity gospel, the stuff that the Word of Faith guys are teaching, Mm -hmm. sounds an awful lot like what we're hearing in this video. Now, we've watched this video, I I mean, probably five times, maybe five or six times now, at least I have personally, and it's it's absolutely daunting. It's hard hard to find a place where you really want to begin in order to break down. I, I anticipate jumping back and forth a lot. Um, but we're going to try to keep you guys on track, and we're going to do our best to teach you the true gospel while clearing through the brush through this nonsense. Um, we'll get to some clips here in just a second, but I'd love to hear uh, Jeremy D's thoughts, and then we'll get to Johnny Five. Yeah, the video even starts off like kind of right from the beginning, talking about how times have changed. You know, the old way of praying is not correct anymore, not true anymore, yeah. and that's so... That's so dangerous. Be very careful anytime somebody tries to get you to believe or think like the old the old paths are bad, the new way is right, this new revelation. Um, we have a closed canon of Scripture, and those 66 books are what we need to go back to, and that's what we're going to do today, and yeah. we're going to stand fast on the Bible. The old way to pray is still the right way to pray, and, God, right. and God is still God. That's right. Yeah, um, the disturbing part is it's... Uh, mixing like metaphysics with Christianity and trying to, uh, I, I think we even see this in a lot of in our own church churches. Like, let me take my old spirituality and mix it with my new. Um, but that is not a person that has been born again and ha- the life has been changed. Um, like a person like this, what they do is they confuse the understandings of Christ in me, thinking that they become Christ, they become godlike, and that's not what Paul was trying to tell us when we we talked about like we're new creation in Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in us. It is a totally different concept than this metaphysics understanding of we are gods. Sadly enough, people are going to latch onto that without the direction of God and His Word. So I'm going to start up the first clip here. She talks about prayer changing. It's like this evolution of prayer. Now we know prayer to be this specific way. Let's listen to the clip and then let's get some thoughts. The way we pray, the way we were taught to pray, is no longer the correct way of prayer. Now, a hundred years, 200, 400, a thousand years ago, we were doing a different type of prayer, okay? Times have changed. We learn 
we evolve. The things we're learning right now will not be in effect 400, 500 years from now. 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So that doesn't lead me to believe that anything has changed. God's word stays the same forever. It was the same yesterday, today, and it'll be the same tomorrow because God never changes and and it's sad to it's sad to see people see this and say, "Oh wow, it's something new. It's something exciting. Now we tr- now we're going to get a rich and developed deeper truth." It's very sad. And just so we're not misunderstood today, we believe that, you know, technology changes, society adapts for, you know, the better in a lot of ways. We're not opposed to change. We're just saying we're opposed to changing the Bible and changing God's word and who he is. I mean, she is actually contradicting Jesus Christ himself because he said the way to pray is to go in, in Matthew 6, go into your room, lock the door and pray to your father, he said, who is unseen. Not pray to yourself, pray to your father who is unseen and you will be rewarded for that. Yeah, but, along with that in Matthew, uh, you know, he teaches us how to pray. Um, our father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You know, like so it, it, it's it's not a uh, something that we're you know jiving ourselves up because we are God or we, we, there's this different way to pray. This is a an old way of prayer. Prayer. We got to remember that Jesus was a was a Jew. He was a, a committed uh, Orthodox style Jew. So he learned to pray correctly, and he taught his disciples to pray, which in turn taught us how to pray. Yeah, exactly. And, and that is found in Luke 11, 1. And I, and I want to play that, but first I'm going to play the clip so we can get some more context as to why this is so important. Let's go ahead and play that now. You cannot pray to an external being and expect to get answers, expect to get your wishes to come true. The God you want to pray to is the God that's inside of you, the God that is you. Okay, a lot to break down there. Let's start with you cannot pray to an external being. Now, if we look at Luke 11.1, which reads in the ESV, now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples, and he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be thy name, your kingdom come. He's clearly praying to an external being, an external entity. That's how Jesus prayed. That's how the disciples prayed. And that is the scriptural, biblical way to pray. It's it's not us being God. It's not us, you know, later, later on you'll hear her say that she goes into the bathroom and she looks in the mirror and she'll pray to herself in the mirror and say, hello, God, you know, and as if she is God. Uh, but we, we don't see that here. The, the second point I want to make about this is, Listen to the words that she's saying. She uses a very specific word. She says, to get your wishes. To get your wishes. God is, God is not a genie. God is not, God is not someone you can just bend his arm and get whatever you want. Again, your desires, they may not be good. You, I'm not saying that people, 
all have bad desires. What I'm saying is, overwhelmingly, our desires are usually not good for us. Um, now, if you've been made new in Christ, you should have a new desire. You should your your desire should be that you want to do the will of God, and you have the conviction of the Holy Spirit on you. But aside from that, somebody listening to this who doesn't know the gospel, their desires are not good. Their desires, you know, Jeremiah says that. How can you trust your heart? It's it's wicked. It's sick beyond all help. And so you don't want to listen to your heart. You don't want to listen to yourself. You cannot be both the problem and the solution at the same time. And my friends, we are not the solution. Jesus Christ is the solution. The solution is repentance and putting your faith in Jesus and the finished work of of the cross. We we do pray to somebody who is outside of ourselves. And the reason why we think about that is look at Jesus' prayer in John 17 when he asked the Father that we become one as he and the Father are one. He's speaking directly to a source outside of him. He's teaching us in that moment how to pray as well. It's not just a a um, looking at yourself or feeling like there's something inside of you and I don't know. It's it's not that at all. It's like, no, there's somebody I have to go to because I am not, like you said, I am not the solution. It's just a total confusion. It's a, this 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 energy ball uh, mixing with uh, God, uh, the Christian Jesus, that we all we we come to believe, and you can't mix them. You can't. That is uh, destroying doctrine and theology. Yeah, that's a, that's a, such a valuable point, Johnny, and. Um out of John 17, I think you said, makes me think that Christianity is not a selfish religion. In this whole video, you get the impression from Yvette that it's all about looking to you, to yourself, to the inside mm -hmm. of you, where yeah. Christianity, you know, David in the Old Testament, there's a million examples of us looking up to heaven where our help comes from, not That's right. inside of ourselves, That's right. but our help comes from heaven, mm -hmm. and Christianity is not a selfish religion. I mean, think about the two greatest commandments. Love the Lord your God That's right. with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. There's no there's no room for lots of Jeremy and there, lots of Matt or lots of Johnny, lots of us. Mm -hmm. It's it's about Jesus Christ and looking up to heaven continually for his help. And if you read the Bible, you'll see that God is the judge, the the only judge. And if we put ourselves in the position that Yvette has put herself in, we make ourselves the judge, and we're not equipped for that, first of all. So we need to be able to look to God as the righteous and only true judge. I'm going to play another clip here. And I, and I know Jeremy's going to have some great thoughts on this. We've talked about this before, and uh, l let's listen to this. What you want to pray to is the God that's inside of you, the God that is you, okay? The I am that I am. That is the secret. She does allude to this a little bit later, and I'm going to play that clip for us just so we can piece together exactly what she's saying. Here's that clip now. Moses said it the best in the entire Bible. He at that whole section of the Bible spoke on I am. I am. When Moses asked, who should I say has sent me? I am. I am that I am. This is Moses' mind speaking to him. The God within him speaking to him. All right, I'm going to stop that right there. A, because I can't take 
much more of that, but but, <laughs> yeah. but B, because I'm I'm going to talk about um, what she's referring to, and then I'll, I'll let uh, Jeremy take over here. Ex- she's she's referring back to Exodus three fourteen, which says, "God said to Moses, I am who I am,' and He said, "Say this to the people of Israel: I am has sent me to you." This is clearly a conversation between two separate people. Yeah, and it's it's the name. We have to be so careful because it's the name that God gave himself. I am that I am. So think about this. The creator of the heavens and the earth gave himself that name. I am that I am. And so if, if you take that upon yourself or if you pl- apply that to other people or other things like she's advocating for here, it's essentially idolatry. It really is because you've taken God's name and, and his power and his glory and you've used it for yourself or for others. And even Jesus in the New Testament told the religious leaders very clearly, he said, before Abraham was, in other words, before Abraham even existed or lived, I am. Yeah. And that's why the, that's why the Pharisees tried to kill him on the spot and the religious leaders because Jesus was claiming to be God, to be the great I am. I'm looking for it right now, but um, there's also a, a moment in Exodus uh, where uh, the elders and Moses go up the mountain, and they actually dine with God, and they said there was like a like a something of jasper under his feet. You know what I'm saying? And they're they're actually with him in his presence. To so that is the great I am. Um, you know that is. The, the Almighty. I, I think that we we take what we want out of the Bible and then we add our uh, other spiritual el- uh, elements in it, and all this confusion happens because biblically they're not going through the Bible step by step, understanding that like Moses was actually face to face with God to the point where his uh, when he came down the mountain most of the time, his, his face radiated it so much that people couldn't look at him, so he had to cover his face. Yeah, and Johnny, you're referring to Exodus 24:10 that says, "And they saw the God of Israel. There was under his feet as it were a pavement of sapphire stone, like the very heaven for clearness." The Bible directly teaches us that we are not God, that we we may have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, but that is a far-fetched difference. Um, she does say prior to this, she does say that uh, we are Jesus, and just in case that you guys aren't convinced that you're not Jesus, we'll play this and then we'll kind of touch on that for a second. Here that is. You are Jesus. You are Christ. Whatever it is you desire, it is yours. If Yvette is Jesus, if I am Jesus, if Moses were Jesus, if anybody were Jesus, then any of them could have t- taken the cross. The thief, all the people who died on the cross before him, it would have been just as sufficient, but it wasn't because we are not Jesus. Only Jesus' blood, only Jesus' work on the cross is sufficient. It's a load. A, you're not omnipotent. You're not omniscient. Yeah, we're not perfect. And you're not... Certainly not perfect. Yeah, and you're not perfect, exactly. And I am not perfect, and neither are any of you listening to this, and this is why we need Jesus. This is why we need the Holy Spirit in order to guide us and to teach us how to live correctly. This is why we need the Word of God, and this That's is what right. happens when you read the, when you don't read the Word of God, but you open the Bible and you say, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to take that, and cherry-pick what you want in order to build this uh, rebellious ideology. And we're supposed to interpret the Bible as a whole. Like, you don't just look at scriptures in isolation as a whole unit, as a whole story. I mean, certainly, to clarify, certainly the Bible tells us to be like Jesus. It says that anyone who claims to be a Christian 
must walk as he walked. So yeah. the, the call of discipleship is to be like Jesus Christ, but not to be him. That's a very important clarification, um, to be like him in our conduct and in how we, how we live, and, and it live by the power of the Holy Spirit like he did, but not yeah. we're certainly not Jesus himself. There's only one Jesus, and he's the God of the Bible. It brings, you guys said a lot of things already in, that are pretty concrete, um, but it brings me to like Romans 3, um, where uh, Paul starts talking about nobody is righteous, not even one. There's nobody, uh, and it, it takes Christ Himself, uh, the, His body being broken, His blood being shed, and His resurrection that brings us to uh, uh, justification and to, to righteousness. And it's, it has nothing to do with what I could do or uh, the power within me. Uh, it's not. It reminds me of those um, power within the power within type of things. It's the secret. It, it's it has nothing to do with that. Uh, we come to a place of even when we read the prayer that Christ told us to pray. Jeremy was t- talking about like uh, it's the least selfish uh, faith, and uh, it says, "Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name." You know, and forgive our sins, our debts, as we forgive our debtors. We, you know, it, it, it talks about we, 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 and it talks about you, 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 as in God, yep. God, God, not me, me, me. Yeah, there, there is an apparent unity within the church there that it, it, this is so lone wolfy. You don't do the Bible, you don't do Christianity, you don't live the Christian life as a lone wolf getting whatever you desire. It doesn't work that way. It's it's about loving your neighbor. It's about caring for those who are in need, and, and caring for those who are, aren't in need. Well, we all are in need, but it, it's just one of those things that, that really baffles your mind, and, and sadly, this is what is being taught in the modern church today. And, and I guarantee, and if I haven't said this before, I'll, I'll say this, the reason why we are making a response to this video is because there are people in the comment section that say, I have been a Christian my whole life, and and this is teaching me a deeper truth. It's teaching me how to pray, or I'm a brand new Christian, and and I can't believe I I didn't notice this in the Bible, but you brought it up, and this has really enlightened me. That's scary, and that makes me so angry and so deeply sad that we have to respond to this. We have to. It, It is a biblical call to hear false teaching and call it out for exactly what it is. Now, when you think Yvette, you're you're talking a lot about prayer. You, you say, well, you know, you can't pray to an external being, and we are God. So Yvette, why don't you show us in your own words? Tell us in your own words how you pray. What would I do if I had to pray to God? Me, you know me. You've been watching my channel. If you're new to the channel, well, welcome. I go into the mirror. I go right into the bathroom mirror and I say, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or hello. The God within me, I say, hello, Yvette. Hello, who? (laughs) Hello, God? Uh Hello, Yahweh? Nope. Hello, Yvette. If you're watching this and you are a Christian, you're probably pulling your hair out. I get it. If you're watching this and and Christianity is such a new thing to you, you're new to the Bible, you're new to the gospel, this is flat-out heresy. Flat-out heresy. It's exactly what it is. There's no way around it, no way, shape, or form. This is classic heretical teaching, and I'll say this, it's not new. Anytime you hear a new heresy, it's the same pig with new lipstick on. 
It's, it, these are classic heresies that have been around for thousands of years. The Gnostics did this, the pagans did this. There are so many different heretical teachings that are rearing their head in and out of the church, and this lady's not saying anything that we haven't heard before. It, it's been dispelled by the Puritans and the early church fathers long, long ago. When Jesus died on that cross, the veil in the temple was ripped from top to bottom. It was an absolute miracle from God, and that allows us now, it allows you if you're born again, if you give your life to Jesus Christ, to enter into the Holy of Holies now, enter before God's throne boldly by his grace because of what Jesus did on the cross, and that's how we pray. There is, We believe there's power in the name of Jesus. That's why we pray in Jesus' name, and that's how we pray to the Father in heaven in the name of Jesus, and there's power. There's great power in that. Quite literally, the idea of the Christian faith and Christian position is this, the biblical position, God's position, is that we are the problem. We need a third party that is God. We are sinful, wretched people who have bad desires and wicked hearts. We've messed everything up, and we need God. We have a God-sized debt that we cannot afford, that we cannot pay, and only God can pay that. Jesus, being God, took the cross in our place and paid our debt, and he died and rose again on the third day. That way we may die and rise with him and walk in righteousness as he does. So we are not God. We are cannot do what God does. Only God can do what God can do. We are mere men and women, faulty, sinful. We need somebody. Well, lest we be accused of being, you know, haters, uh, uh, we do not hate Yvette in any way. The whole point of a podcast like this is to point out when someone is in error. Yeah. It's almost like when Jesus told the, the Sadducees, you're in error because you don't know the Word of God or His power don't know the power or the word of God correctly. And so we remember that verse in Jude, that's one of the main points of a podcast like this, is to Mm -hmm. contend, it says, contend earnestly for the faith that was once for all entrusted to the saints. Thank you for listening to Whosoever with Max CL. If you would like to support the ministry, please join us over on patreon.com slash it's Matt CL.